Sit, sit. Hey, sit, sit. Hey, sit, sit. Sit, sit. Sit, sit. Let me get right real quick. Make sure my stuff's covered. When did I have transgender awareness week? So I forgot I was <laughs> the stuff I read on Google. All right, let me get situated. Okay, so we are back. Another episode. Dissect the dialogue. It's 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 been I would say a wild week. Maybe wild two weeks, but this week I don't know. Days is getting moving quick about a minute. Like it was literally Halloween like a day ago. Now all of a sudden we have in Turkey. Like I don't understand that. How these days are just moving by super fast. It's wild to me. I'm 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 convinced that they're changing that they're doing something with the weather. That they have they have like some dial. I'm convinced they have like some dial where they're just spinning it. Like I mentioned this before, like in Wally where they s- switch the time. I think they're doing that. They gotta be. But um, not to get too off topic, but yeah, we are back. You know, as y'all know, Eric Terrence, I am your host. Let me get let me get right real quick. Make sure real comfortable. There we go. So yeah, um, like I said, uh, crazy events, you know, everyone knows about, I'm probably mentioned, you know, with the Kyrie stuff and Kanye stuff, like, you know, I've gotten to that, obviously, <laughs> y'all heard me talk about it, but I've really been noticing a lot as far as, you know, uh, and I'll speak for the indigenous community trying not to say black trying to get that eradicated from my repertoire from my vocabulary seeing black but anyway um yeah for those that community i've been noticing this connection that uh has been always been repeated a lot as far as um mainstream media as far as TV, movies, and all that, you know, I mean, not only are they continuing the killing the black man, metaphorically, but probably literally, out of the households, and trying to make this image that, you know, not said black, <laughs> I just noticed that, but Killing them and making the woman, I'll say the indigenous woman, be the face of like, and I don't want this to get mixed up. I know people are going to say, well, women are leaders. I'm not saying women can't be leaders. I'm pretty sure there's been a lot of systems and, you know, different groups, different ecosystems out there where it was women-led 
I know there's a lot of stories about women leaders. I get it. What I'm saying is what I've seen is that not only is our image being tarnished constantly, but it's almost like people don't even see us as human in a way. And there's a lot of stories, especially how, well, they do it with both genders, but the male figure is is almost like we're all we're we're always seen as like not even human in a way, you know, almost like monsters in a sense. Like I think to all the Tyler Perry movies. And I remember, I remember watching Diary of a Mad Black Woman. I want y'all to hear me when I say this too. I remember watching Diary of a Mad Black Woman. I was eight. And the first time I watched that, and of course, you know, we, we, we get the stuff on bootleg, so you know how that go. So I'm watching, well, I hear it. And, you know, I've cut the corn. I'm hearing, you know, wailing and screaming. It's that scene when, you know, when Helen found out Charles, you know, uh, was moving his baby moms in, whatever, whatever. And they're pretty much calling out their marriage. But, you know, but um, he just happened to be Puerto Rican. Well, like a whitish Puerto Rican. But anyway, um, yeah. And then there was that scene where, you know, threw him out the house and then. I hear like this late, this woman screaming and well, and I'm like, mind you, I'm eight years old. I'm thinking this is a horror movie. I'm like, what the hell? And on my, I see you know dark skinned bald dude throwing out a you know brown skinned woman, right? <laughs> and then <laughs> I see uh, you know next thing, of course, uh, a light skinned dude with a hat hair, hair hat. It was some, I don't know what type of wardrobe Tyler Perry got on where he just throwing this random wigs and shit. But I was terrible with the hell in this shit. But anyway, I'm like really connecting the dots. And not just that movie, but the Israel, like a lot of Tyler Perry's movies, uh, not only, they have certain things in common. Not only does he act like a bitch in every single one, but every single one is showing trauma in a sense. And I always, and I think that, I don't know, maybe it's because, you know, from our history, it's always like, we glorify that in a way. So my question I'm asking is, why do we celebrate trauma? Why do we, as a people that never, and don't get me wrong, Every group of of race, you know, race, whatever, experienced some trauma, but specifically, you know, the melanated community experienced it. But unlike the other communities, we pretty much glorify it, glamorize it. (laughs) And somehow get a monetary gain. Well, the powers that be push it for monetary gain, but we allow it to happen. But what is it? What do I mean? What is trauma? People want to know, like, what does it mean to have trauma? Well, it says trauma is 
which makes sense, a deeply distressing or disturbing experience. Like I said, everybody goes through some trauma in some way. You know, some traumatic experiences can make you better. Sometimes it can make you worse, but it'll, it'll change you in some way. <laughs> Whether it be you grew up in a broken household, you know, parents always fighting. Uh, you were bullied a lot. Um, you know, you were assaulted sexually, maybe just things like that. Those are like traumatic experiences, right? And as someone that knows what it's like to, that is, you know, one grew up in a somewhat confrontational household. I'm not going to say broken. I'll say very confrontational household, you know, seeing two people not get along on a regular basis, you know. And also, you know, being bullied. Going to school a lot. Those are pretty dramatic experiences. And when I say bully, I don't mean like what these sensitive lilies is doing. T- calling an opinion. Someone having a take on something bullying. That's just... They they just have their tails tucked between their legs. That's not... I'm, I'm talking about bullying where it's like... You've done nothing wrong to this person. Yet they constantly body you on a regular basis. Or they constantly find something to to, to hurt you by. You know, like for me, it was always my weight. Like I said, I was a real skinny kid, you know, wasn't as athletic. You know, it's one thing being, you know, unathletic and, you know, brown skin of some sort. Then it's like, okay, you unathletic, you round, you don't act like the stereotype, whatever, whatever. So people try to question your somewhat, which is also weird, which I also hate. And then I noticed, too, like, why do as a people we connect, quote unquote, black shit to hood shit? It's always been weird to me. Like, it's like we want to connect ourselves to poverty and call it black shit. Like, why would you want to be... Or ignorant shit. Let's just say that. I never was a fan of that. I don't get it. It was like, we we embrace it so much. But then when other races try to say that we're this, we get mad. No, you idiots. You're doing that to yourself. You're connecting yourself to the... It's almost like... Let's be honest. It's almost like... You know what I'm saying, nigga? Let's be honest. It's a word... That was based off of hatred, etc., etc. Was used on us a lot to cause, you know, division, belittle us. Fast forward, someone, someone said, "Okay, let's make it cool." Blah blah blah. A lot of us try to uh, cause each other that, and say it's a friendly way, which. Be honest, now I'm at this age where I'm like learning a lot about stuff. I'm I'm learning and unlearning a lot of stuff. I'm not against that word per se. I'm against the somewhat defending the use of it in a way. Like I don't have a problem with it being used. I just don't hate how it's being 
defend, you know, like I hate how people def- try to defend what it is like, oh, it's not bad because we're saying it to ourselves and blah, blah, blah. But if another race says it, I want to beat their ass. No, because if that's the case, why don't Hispanics call each other spicks or wetbacks as terms of endearment? Why don't Jews call each other kikes as terms of endearment? Why don't, uh, you know, Middle Eastern or Arabs call themselves, you know, I forget, what was it, Towhead? I think it was Towhead, Towhead, Sand Niggas, something like that. Why don't they call each other? It's always, we always find a reason to explain why we like being in shit. And I see that happening a lot. You could take something like Gangsta Rap, for example. Back then, they had positive hip-hop. And I'll use this as They had positive hip-hop, right? There was groups like A De La Soul, A Native Tongues, you know, A Tribe Called Quest, and even Bridging the Gap Public Enemy. Still, you know, political stuff, but it was for, you know, positive reason. They wanted the they wanted unity in a way, but, it, you know, they said it in an aggressive way. That was the hip hop that was, you know, needed. This new stuff where it was all about kill, murder, and all that. And I don't care what nobody said. They want to talk about, oh, our generation did it. Let's be honest. That whole gangster rap stuff started in the 90s. And who was the generation that was kids? It was my parents, probably most of the people's parents listening in. They grew up on that. So I didn't want to say, oh, the music y'all listen to is. No, it's not. And to be honest... Y'all like that because if y'all if y'all really hated it, y'all would have listened to a trial called Quest and De La Soul. But no, you call those guys corny. Same thing going on now. You got people calling J. Cole and even Kendrick and some of them corny. <laughs> but they'll listen to NBA Youngboy and Chief Keef in a heartbeat. And all I talk about is negative shit. So it's like, can you really blame you know, what's being presented to us in these platforms, these mediums, in TV and music and movies? Can you really blame the white man for everything? I mean, just look at look at all the movies that we call classics. Just think about all the, I mean, Menace of Society, you got Juice. Uh, you got, um, let me think, let me think, let me think, give me a second. You got Baby Boy. Uh, you got Sugar Hill. You got Blue Hill Avenue, um, you know, you got, um, you got, um, I had one, I, I had a few in my man, but, you know, like I said, the Tyler Perry, so you got the Tyler Perry, you got Love Jones, um, what else, you got Soul Food, uh, what else, what else, what else, what else, you know, you, you got, you got, you got, uh, and I'm talking like renowned class, like. I mean, paid in full. I paid in full. Like, stuff like that. Like, I mean, look at the shows. All the, fa- like, most known black shows that are considered classics. You know, The Wire. I'm pretty sure it's a classic show. Let's be honest. It was glamorizing black trauma. Baltimore, Maryland, where it was nothing but dope dealing and killing. I mean, 
that's not showcasing trauma. I don't know what is. You know, we 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 talk. We it's like us as a people. We 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 say one thing, but then do something the opposite. <laughs> now, even like you could take something like soul food, right? What was soul food? Where did it come from? Soul food was basically, you know, back in the days when, when there was slavery. Just so you know, everybody had slaves, but just to keep, you know, in context, um, with the slavery, you know, the master, you know, they had the, the big pig and they had all these big meals. So whatever scraps that they didn't want to eat, they gave it to us and our descendants. So instead of, you know, treating it trash or like discarding it, you know, us being so creative and, you know, turning lemons into lemonade, which we are really good at. Don't get me wrong. We're really good at turning the bad situation to good. You know, we made something that was considered trash to the masters actually fine dining in a way. Now, not I mean, I do agree with that to an extent, you know, making a negative to a positive. I get that. But when is it too much? It's like, yeah, you can watch this movie when it's like, like I said, I like watching crime movies a lot. Like some of my favorite movies are like gangster movies and all that. Like, you know, Goodfellas, uh, Pulp Fiction. Uh, what else? Uh, Fargo, Big Lebowski. I like movies like that, you know, where it's like a little bit of crime, a little bit of dry, dark humor to it. I'm not going to be like these, like Scarface, you know. I'm not going to be like these dummies in these movies, though. It's entertaining, but I'm not going to be like them. And I think that's another one, which is not really showcasing our trauma. But for some reason, we have a weird connection, like Scarface, you know, Al Pacino. If you really break it down... And you watch the movie again and really, like, understand, you know, Tony Montana, the character. He was really a fucked up person. I mean, I mean, Cuban immigrant, you know, whatever. Was in, like, a prison camp, whatever. Someone paid him. First of all, someone said, oh, if you kill this person, we'll get you a green card. That should tell you, if you give this dude any, if you dangle, like, Anything at him that looks shiny to him, he'll probably kill his mom if he wanted to. That basically just showed he'll kill any anybody or do anything for money. That was should have showed bad. I think the only, you know, respectful thing he did in that movie was not kill uh, those the wife and the kids. I think that was the only thing he did. But everything that he did was terrible. I mean, like I said. Uh, got the green card, just kills him, just off the bat, you know, that shows where his character is at, you know. Uh, end up, when he, there was an ambush, end up getting this man's killed with a chainsaw. Uh, got the connect, you know, met with, with Frank, you know. He ended up smashing his connect baby uh, girl. Boom. Ended up breaking every single rule there was in the game ended up killing his right hand man when really he was the best shot for his sister he had some weird incestuous thing going on with his sister ended up getting his sister killed whatever 
end up dying in a coke-infused rage for what? And some reason, we like that. And we wonder why we're so screwed up in the head. It's like we glamorize bad shit. Like I said, and that's why I make the soul food connection. There's nothing wrong with engaging in soul food every once in a while, but don't eat that until you become a soul. That's people's problem. They want to engulf themselves in negative stuff too much because it feels good to them. And I never was that type of person that glamorized. Like, it's annoying. Like, how many movies... Like, there's, like, countless... I know I'm, I've said those movies, but there's, like, countless movies. Like, like come on. There's a slave movie every year. I'm like, damn. Like, that's not, that's not our story. We don't... Like, we could do some... Like, why don't... As a people... Why don't we have, like... Our Indi- like our version of of an Indiana Jones, or like our versions of like a Back to the Future, or our versions of like of like a Star Wars, or like our version of a you know our version of a Lord of the Rings. Why everything had to be guns, drugs, and sex? P Valley that came to my head too. Another black trauma type of show. Like that's there's more to us than just you know sex. Drugs and violence. There's more does this than that. That's not. I mean, Empire. Even Empire, to some degree, even though they kind of softened enough because it was on like a you know certain type of network. It was on Fox. They was brought showcasing the same stuff. Like that's not all we have to offer as far as telling stories. Not everything has to be straight negative things. Like, that's not all the way. Like, succession. Why can't we have our own succession? That's, like, I like that show. I was like, one of my like, why don't, why, why can't we have our own succession? But no, we have Insecure. And no disrespect to that show. Like, but come on. If you really think about it, it was, it was, it was very toxic. It, it, first of all, it made, it really showed, like, the people that watched it, it really showed their mindset that it was okay. It's like, yeah, it showed, like, from a woman's perspective what it's like to be unfaithful in a relationship. I get it. But the difference is it was justified. Whereas a man, he didn't really, he couldn't even really have a chance to explain himself in a way. Mind you, these are these are fake people. They're not real. But people were going on the woman's side rather than the man's side. So even in that, so is even the trauma, is there a double standard with the trauma? Sometimes there could be a double standard with certain type of traumas. Yeah, I mean, and that's with any uh, racial background. There's always been a double standard when it came to trauma. I mean, men commit suicide four times the rate as women. But yet there's no, you know, support systems to help men get better. You know, if a man, you know, is down and out, you know, can't uh, pay his bills, whatever, he has to figure the shit out. Women that got, you know, support system, they got welfare, but that's another topic for another day. 
But um, as far as trauma goes, I think that a lot of times, instead of treating it, I think it's it's more like, it's like we get numb to it in a way. There's no way that you could watch someone get shot in cold blood and your first thing to do is record it. Why isn't anyone bringing them to the hospital? You know? Or someone gets beat up in the street and people just stare and keep it pushing. So even though I I didn't make it a certain type of trauma, I think I think there's like a universal trauma in a way. I mean, I think that, you know, post, there's like a post, you know, and that's where post-traumatic stress came from, even though that has its many meanings. But, you know, post-trauma, you know, it's like you come out of a traumatic experience, but then you're still affected by it somehow. But is it universal? In a way, you know, like when there was, when we had wars, you know, that happened, you know, a lot of people like there, there's been a lot of there's been movies where, you know, women, their man comes home from war. They having you know, bad dreams about what they experience. They mock it. So sometimes even trauma is even mocked sometimes. Like, I think, who was it? Hillary Clinton was saying, oh, women women were the victims of war. Y'all are the victims, but the man's not the victim for dying or losing a limb or losing an eye or losing his man. So even like a trauma can kind of, they can kind of be picky with it sometimes. I just think that stuff like trauma, you have to understand that, especially because a lot of it comes from, you know, family experiences, growing up in tough households. You got to learn how to just master that, you know, and, and, and if you're doing, if you're angry about the trauma that you experience, learn how to channel that in a positive way. A lot of times, with tra- when people with traumatic experiences, they push it, do it in a negative way. Can't always allow it, because then you're creating a cycle of just, you know, especially for men. A lot of men go through a lot of trauma, and nobody li- li- like ever wants to hear it from us, because we've been taught since kids to, you know. Never cry, toughen up, stop acting like a girl, things like that. But, you know, a lot of people want to be supporters of this, that, and the third, but I think trauma, I think trauma could make you tougher, but I also don't think someone should suffer from what they dealt with and have to, you know, carry it on.
like extra baggage. Mm. I don't think anybody deserves that. But I do think it's a dealing with a certain trauma. It can make you stronger to handle certain things that you wouldn't be able to handle when you were younger or in the past. It just depends on how strong you're to handle it. I think everybody goes through it. But I don't think it should be glamorized. I don't think it should be profited off of. I don't think it should be treated as like a a game or like anything of the sort. Like a like a time of like a time of day or like a, a national holiday in a sense. Like people made like Juneteenth like nobody nobody cared about Juneteenth until the government decided that they could make money off of that. Be honest, nobody really cared about Juneteenth. But that's also a holiday that has some drama to it. But all of a sudden, they want to make money off of it. But that's just my two cents. But um, that's all I have to say about that. You know, just those dealing with trauma, just find healthier ways to channel it. You know, don't let anything like crack you to going back to old habits because a lot of times it happens but you can't let it get the best of you but i appreciate y'all for you know listening like i said if you're new like I said, i'm on anchor spotify now apple so if you got apple tune in um if you're not new you already know just continue to spread the word i'm always i'm always gonna provide y'all the food you just gotta digest it, you know? The right soul food. <laughs> See how I put that there? The right soul food. Not that, you know, stuff that we're trying to feed and thinking it's healthy and all that. No, none of that. But um, I appreciate y'all for listening. Understand that you can conquer anything. Don't let no stuff get the best of you. You know, you're stronger than you think. I think until a lot of people realize that, they can conquer any situation. But until then, I'll see y'all in the next one. Peace.